You are now tuned in to DAR Media. And tonight we've got our NFC West preview in our continuing NFL series, the NFL pod here on DAR Sports Media. With us tonight, we have our two main NFL contributors, Tay and Sean, along with the mogul, king of the rap game, and a little bit of a wrestling, got some connections. True God, is he's listening, he'll be in and out. And, uh, of course, our main NBA and overall sports contributor, Jeff Axel, the Axeman. He got a bunch of articles up on DefineRevolution.com right now, including some, some FIBA updates that I am super down to read because um, I'm interested in what's going on down there. But tonight we are on football, the NFL tip, and the NFC West. Uh, I think we're going to start off with Tay's Takes. Uh, that's a Tay's segment. Where he gets it gives us some some good stuff to chew on. Um, uh, he told us he had something cooking for us, NFC West related. He suggested that we move on to this division next. So, Tay's takes take it away. All right. So, should I go from four to one or one to four? Well, you said is your rankings what you have cooking? That, that that's your that's Tay's takes. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Okay, well, well, what is it? Let's start off with what you got. That's gonna that's gonna light the world on fire here. Um, I got the Seahawks winning the division. Okay, I, I, I do. Okay. I got I got the Seahawks winning. I don't know if it was hot, but you you yeah, had them. I the think you had them as your sleeper last time, and then uh, I think we kind of yeah. talked you out of it a little bit. But mm-hmm. now you feel more strongly about it. Why? Yeah. Why do you feel so strongly about that? I like their draft. I like I like their I like their draft I like their draft last year I like their draft this year they just like I don't know they just got it to me like they 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 pretty much filled up all their holes and all that um I think Geno Smith I think can have the same year as last year I don't think he'll take a step back or anything like that but um yeah I just I, I really like I like their receiving core they got a nice they got a nice running back room great running back room if you ask me. I love their secondary. I mean, their pass rush could use some work, but if you got a good secondary, I mean, you know, that that's all right. Like other teams have great pass rush and no secondary. I mean, if you got one, you you could you'll live. But uh yeah, I got the I got the Seahawks winning 12 games. Um yeah, winning the division. 12 games. Uh mm-hmm. Axe, what, what, what? Got thoughts on this? Seahawks being being rated that high. I just want to see if Geno could do it again. Because like he's been Eugene for a while and kind of below average most of his career. And last year, I mean, I'm pulling for him to do well again, but I got to see it consistently. I still feel like the 49ers are the class of that division. Um, Cardinals are stanky. Like, they got Kyler we'll, we'll, Murray. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> But Sean, yeah, um, okay, go ahead. Not really. I think they'll make the playoffs. I do like Smith and Jigba, um, Lockett and Metcalf. Kenneth Walker's dope, but I don't see them being better than the Niners. But it depends what happens with this uh Bosa holdout situation too. Like that uh, plays a factor as well. Bosa's gonna be there on day one. I I have no doubts at all. This is gonna be the contract of contracts. They're working on it. I don't personally even want Bosa on a practice field right now. Any fucking way. Nothing good can come of it. 
So he's going to be there day one. I would not concern yourselves at all about that. Um, Sean, what do you, what do you think about this, this Seahawks take that, that, that Tay has them winning this division now? Uh, I don't agree. I feel like the law of averages is going to work out with Geno Smith. I know I think he's been in the league like a good almost 10 years, and this is like his first year where he was actually excellent and above average. Now, granted, this is also the first time he's been in a situation where he had a team with a great front office, a great defense, and, and good weapons on offense. So we'll see how it go. I personally had a hot take, and that was the 49ers finishing third. Just for the quarterback controversy. <laughs> the, the QB situation is is looking kind of ugly because at the end of the day, they're setting somebody up the field, whether it's Trey Lance, whether it's Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold. If you keep them three the whole season, you're setting somebody up for failure. In my what, opinion. What, why do you think you're setting them up for failure? Because at the end of the day, like if you start Trey Lance and he struggles, you'll say, oh, well, we should have started Brock Purdy the whole time. If Brock if Brock starts and he struggles, well, that's why we brought Sam Donald in. If you bring Donald in, it's like, all right, well, do you really have high hopes considering how his career has been so far? Granted, he had like a little a little decent five game stretch with Carolina after he came back from injury last year. But it's just it's too much controversy going on in the quarterback room, in my opinion, for them to finish like top two in the division. So the thing is, um, from somebody who's real plugged in with the 49ers is there is no controversy uh i mean in reality i i think we're all on the same wavelength that's that you know it's like eh, maybe they should have fucking but as far as what's coming out of the coaching staff's mouth and the front office's mouth and all the players mouths it's brock and that's it um now i think that represents its own problems because we have seen this before where the 49ers have crowned somebody after seven games the league got some tape on them, and shit went very, very poor. Well, I mean, they won a lot, but um, Jimmy G was not with who they thought they that not who they thought he was, um, and that is a concern that could be the case with Brock Purdy as well. He is throwing a fucking ton of interceptions in uh in preseason, um, so that's very concerning. Um, so. That could be a situation that, that that could that could go poorly. There could be some aggression there, but as far as who should start and who should not, um, it's not really they're they're the rolling with Purdy. Much to my chagrin, um, I think that's that's fucking annoying. And for it to be a not a fair competition with a guy who was a number three overall pick who you traded all those first round picks for, um, uh, it's upsetting to me. But it it seems pretty clear from the way the preseason game looked and. Things are coming out of their mouths and the, the reps that are being distributed in practice that uh, they have pretty much moved on from the idea of anybody but Brock Purdy um, being the quarterback. If it's hey, just if it's just Brock Purdy going forward, Sean, then what is your opinion? Do you still got them going third? Uh, it's kind of tough because he has game field moment now. And it's not like he was lighting the world on fire when he was playing. You know, he just did his thing where he managed the game to perfection. I'll give him that. He's a perfect game manager. But if you want a quarterback, like most teams do, to lead you to victory, and that game managing isn't going to work. Because say 
Nate Bolson decides to hold out into the season. Now you're losing the key piece to your defense. Granted, it's, it'll probably still be good, but now the pressure's on Brock to succeed. Do you think he'll be able to succeed if Bolson decides to hold out for like four or five games into the season? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Like we got we got Christian McCaffrey, we got George Kittle, we got Brandon Ayuk, we got Debo Samuel, we got some guys developing in the slot, we got Kyle Shanahan de- de- devising the offense. Nick Bosa is a huge loss. DPOY, I think there's even certain times where he should be in the MVP conversation. But we're still strong at every level. We still got, for my money, the best linebacking core in the NFL between Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner. We still got one of the better secondaries in the NFL. D'Amador Lenore and uh, Charvarius Ward on the other side. All pro safety, although I we kind of chuckle when we say all pro safety because Hufanga was sort of an issue in coverage by the end of the year. And our high draft pick, J.R. Brown, looked fantastic in the preseason game. So, yes, I still very much do think that Brock Purdy is going to be able to go out there and do the things that they need him to do to make this work. You still got CMC. You still got this loaded skill group. I'm not concerned about that. And I'm telling you guys, like I said, Nick Bosa is going to be there. They're going to get it figured out. It, I'm not I'm not concerned at all. Jeff, you uh, said look, you look like you had. Yeah, go ahead, Tay. Go ahead. I, I got to ask I gotta ask Sean a question. I'm just, I'm mind blown. Okay. He said he doesn't agree with the Seahawks being one. And the 49ers are three. So you have two poverty teams at the top of the division. You have two the, the bottom Rams five. Yeah. And the two win Cardinals. I, 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 who's winning the division? You said no Seahawks. No 49 oh. I know you don't have a poverty team winning that division. No way. I mean, the Rams was just injured last year. It's hard to bet, bet against a team with Aaron Donald leading the defense. They also pretty solid defensively. And uh, Matthew Stafford, he's kind of a tough one to bet on, but I feel like he'll bounce back just because they have one of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion, in Sean McVay. I'll give him... That's 10 to 7, right? I can give yeah, him 10 to 7, yeah. maybe 11 to 6. Maybe 11 I'll, to 6. I'd bet, bet money on that. They'll, no, they won't even win 7. So we got, they're we got, they're not. The thing is, is what's quote unquote healthy for them is a completely different thing than it is for the rest of the NFL because those boys are about two injuries away from being. One of the worst teams in the league. We already saw it last year. And if it happens again, they're going to be right back in there. (laughs) Yeah. At the top end, they do have, you know, they have top three at the position guys. Uh, Cooper Cup, a little bit tougher last year with the quarterback situation. But the year before, you could have made an argument that's the best receiver in the league. Aaron Donald, one of the best players overall in the league. Um, So, yeah, they do have some top end great players. I think a lot of us would struggle to name anybody else on that defense. Doesn't mean that they're bad, but yeah. we would struggle to name them. Um, the offensive line is still terrible. Uh, Cam Akers is kind of dusty in the backfield. And without anybody... Well, I just realized. Sorry to cut you off. I forgot. Story no, Michelle retired, retired. I did forget <laughs> yep. about that. Yeah. And I then, did forget about the retirement. Without anybody reliable on the other side of the field from Cup. Ugh. Again, you're you're looking at a, a, a tough sled. So if, if you got them winning ten, then what are we doing? We, we're saying Niners and Seahawks at nine. Yeah, they'll be like around nine to eight. 
It'll, it'll be like a tiebreaker situation, honestly. They'll probably all win around like 10 or 11 games, but it's going to go down to a tiebreaker. Of course, because they also get to beat up the Cardinals. I feel like the Cardinals probably win like two games again this year. Everybody gets turned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody, that's an automatic like two games. And I forgot who they play exactly because the only schedule I've been keeping up with is the NFC no. South. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, Yeah. Well, all right. First off, I think Brock Purdy is going to be pretty solid. Like, I don't think last year was a fluke. He did some – he made some tough throws in games. It wasn't like he was just, like, winging it and got completely carried. Like, he made some tough plays down the stretch. Um, The Trey Lance thing, sometimes you just misfire on the high draft pick. Like, just because he's a third pick, I don't mean he got to play. So, like, maybe try to get some trade value for him. I don't really believe in Sam Darnold, but he has shown a little bit more than Lance. Maybe Lance needs another opportunity elsewhere. I just don't think it's happening to San Fran. Like he hasn't really been healthy, so we can't really get a good gauge on him. Uh, Niners are definitely winning the division. The Rams, they sold they sold for that Super Bowl. Like all them draft picks they gave up for these players. Now they don't really have the young players to replenish it. And like you had mentioned earlier, Stafford was a uh, just focusing on Cooper Cup last year. He only threw the cup in Higby, the tight end. Like, he wasn't looking at um Allen Robinson at all last year. So, I don't believe in Stafford at all. Like, the Super Bowl run was cool and everything, but he's going to regress. Cam Akers getting beat up by Max Crosby at training camp. Mm. So, he's not going to be a factor. That team is garbage. The Rams aren't going to be 500 at all. I don't see – I mean, McVay is a good coach, but that team doesn't have talent. Like they lost. Yeah, they just they just don't have players. Yeah, that's kind of the rap. Um, no, I I I feel you on that, and and you know I respect Stafford, but he is behind a terrible offensive line, and got hurt and almost retired last year. So I feel like it's just a matter of time. It's it's a disaster waiting to happen between how poor the offensive line is, um, how dangerous some of the pass rushes in this division is. Obviously, the Forty Niners at the top of that list because we added. (laughs) <laughs> one of the best defensive tackle pass rushers in the league last year in Javon Hargrave uh, brought him over to add to the already pass rush that was fucking killing everybody. Um, I think that's a disaster waiting to happen. Um, so Tay, how did you have, have the, 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 the entire division stacking up? So is it Hawks, Niners, Rams cards? Yeah. It's like, it's the, the Seahawks and 49ers and it's like a, a gap. Then you got the two poverty teams, the, the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah, I got, you know, I, I got the Rams winning five games, Cardinals winning four games. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a big gap from, from two to three. So, and that's what's yeah. insane is just, you know, all of these teams have made the playoffs recently. Uh, it's usually spectacularly funny, whatever happens to the Cardinals when they make the playoffs, but all of these teams have made the playoffs recently, and very recently we had three legitimate playoff contenders in this division. And now all of a sudden, we've got, I think in most people's minds, Niners, Seahawks not far behind, and then two. You got two teams who are going to pick in the thirties, and two teams that are going to pick in the top three. <laughs> like, and that's the the gap in the in the uh, in the roster, in the rosters, and in the team quality. Uh, Axe, how did you have the whole thing shaken out top to bottom? Definitely 49ers at the top of the division. Um, Just think the depth that you explained earlier, that's too much. 
Uh, Seahawks in second. Like, I, I really want to see if Geno can put back-to-back good years together. Like, that's still going to be the key. Like, they got the talent around them. They improved the receiving core. But it depends on if he regresses or not. But I see them in the playoffs. I think they're going to be good. Uh, Rams, they stink. Like, they're, they're not going to be 500. Um, Cardinals, I hope Buda Baker requests a trade. He doesn't deserve to be on a team like that. He's a good player, but he's around a lot of bums. Um, I can see Hollywood Brown getting frustrated by having Colt McCoy throw to him, too. The fact that Colt McCoy is their quarterback in 2023, that's just – it's nothing there. They're there, the is, there is such a recipe for disaster with this team between the fact that that coordinator that came over from Philly is – like all the stories that are coming out about him is right, he's just such a disciplinarian. He's such a disciplinarian, and everything is is super to the letter of the law, fucking tight, and he's screaming at everybody. And then they got Colt McCoy to start off the fucking year. And uh, you know how things can go wrong real fast when you do that disciplinarian shit with, first of all, no rings on your finger. Secondly, the team's fucking losing. You want to lose a locker room and and lose a season real fucking quick, you know, before November, that's how you do it. And, you know, not to get in any weird space with this, but, you know, it's it's not like I'm I'm saying something that's unknown that there's been some questions about uh, Kyler Murray's attitude um, towards the game, towards his coaches, towards his teammates. Um, so if he's coming back after, off of a torn ACL to a team that's already – in the shitter and in flames for this disciplinarian asshole coach who wants to act this way, but they're losing. Uh, I might get worse, you know, when he comes back, like there's just so many factors that are going to drag these, these fucking guys down to the bottom of the sea. One thing I do want to get on record. All right. So, and, and this goes off of what Axe said this is my question for Tay. All right, man. So if it's a a serious deep in the season, put your nuts on the table. We're battling for the division game. This 49ers defense added Javon Hargrave. And you're like, yeah, let's let's saddle up and roll in there with Geno Smith. We got this. Is that how you feel? Yeah. I don't I'm not thinking of it as like but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not thinking of it like that. I think they. I think they're gonna take care of business in the regular season. Especially, they got four four easy wins in the division right there. I mean, I think they're gonna take care of business. Honestly, like I don't. I don't see them as like this. They'll be like the Vikings. They'll be like the Vikings. Like how the Vikings were last year. They won twelve games. Eight game winning drive, like something. I think I could see something similar to that. John, what do you think, man? You're getting ready to uh, roll into Santa Clara, the Bay, take on this 49ers defense, and you're like, "We're good to go. We got Geno Smith, baby." Hey, it's any given Sunday, man. Okay, okay. It's any given Sunday. I mean, I'm a Geno fan. You know, me too. I am too. I'm happy what, for what happened to him. I thought what, what happened in New York fucking sucked. But yeah, I mean, 
God damn, it's still Geno Smith against, against the best defense in the league. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. I want to say I'll bet against that 49er defense. I mean, I'll bet on the 49er defense. But it's also any given Sunday. And I feel like Geno is one of those people, like, once he gets it going, you know, because he got he can run. It's okay. hard. I'm going to go 49ers. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. I'm going to go with the 49ers. All right. So we got Sean with the Rams on top. I guess yeah, Niners man. in two. Hey. Seahawks in third. And Cardinals, Cardinals fourth, last. Yeah, of course. Got Tay lining them up. Seahawks first. Niners second. Rams third. Cards fourth. Axe, I think, has it the same way as me. Niners, Hawks. Rams cards. Of course, now I'll have to wax a little bit poetic on my Niners, the concerns that you guys have. We've we've all voiced the concerns about the the Trey Lance situation. Axe, I'm with you. I, I agree that just because he's not the number three, he doesn't, you know, it doesn't automatically give him the spot, but he should get a fucking chance, is is my thing. Like he doesn't have to play, but he should at least get the chance to. And that is very frustrating to me um, that it wasn't even a, a competition or any of an idea of it. But it's looking like it's Brock Purdy, which I'm very comfortable with. We've got him. We've got two deep at running back. It's Christian McCaffrey, arguably, arguably the best running back in the league. We've got Elijah Mitchell, who would be a starter on half the teams in the league, backing him up. We've got Jordan Mason, who would be a good rotational player on a lot of teams behind him. We got Kittle. We've got the two receivers. We've got Ayuk. We've got Debo. We've got Juwan Jennings doing some na- nasty stuff over the middle. Hopefully Danny Gray steps forward, super speedy receiver. The defense, like I said earlier, all three layers. And we added Javon Hargrave. He of 10 sacks from the inside last season. Cleveland Farrell is even showing up, popping off the tape in camp and in preseason games. Our defensive line coach, Chris Kosarek, very known for reclamation projects bringing guys who were highly drafted or highly touted who failed elsewhere, getting them to show the best that they got. And then they go on to get big, rich deals with other teams. Um, I fully expect Cleveland Farrell to be a six sack guy this year. So I got Niners on top Seahawks. We've discussed. I I don't disagree. Take they're they're dangerous. Um, But like I said, last time, I just I just think when it comes down to it and it it's gonna be either either I'm going off this cliff or you are, I just I just don't think they got the top end dudes to get that done, to get that brawl in that alleyway won. I just don't think they do. Um and then behind them, the Rams, we've discussed good top end players, two injuries away from being a two win team. And then the Cardinals, we all fully agree are going to be a fucking dumpster fire. Um, so I think that's w- what we got for the NFC West. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, win ratings. Uh, I've got the 49ers. I believe when I was talking to my buddy, uh, I got them at a floor. I, I think they're going to win at least 12 and I wouldn't be surprised at 13 or 14. Uh, what do you think X? I can give them 13. Like I believe, they can get 13 wins for sure. I think the Seahawks could get about 10, 11 wins, but the Rams below 500, Cardinals three wins. 
maybe four or five. Giving them, ooh, giving them three. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't even know if depends so, when Kyler comes back. Yeah, I don't for believe the whole Cole thing. McCoy. I'm giving the Niners twelve to fourteen. I'm giving the Seahawks uh ten to twelve. Twelve, I you know, yeah, ten to twelve. Um, the Rams probably four. Cardinals probably two. Uh, Tay, what about you? Win ratings. Uh, got the Seahawks with uh twelve wins this season. I got the 49ers at eleven. It could be a tiebreaker at twelve, but I got the Seahawks still winning the division. Then I got the the uh, poverty Rams. Uh, five wins. They'll definitely have double digit losses, no doubt about that. And uh, the Cardinals even worse. They'll probably about three wins. You know, Kyler Murray. He he. He's going to go out there and play his heart out. He doesn't want uh, Caleb Williams to come take his spot. So, yeah, try to play them out of the uh, the number one pick. So, yeah, maybe like three or four. Sean, I think you said you had uh, Rams at 10, uh, Hawks yeah, and Auburn. Niners at nine, and then Cardinals at what? Probably two. Yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah. right here. See, normally off of uh, NFL history, the NFC West always has – the surprise team of the year. You know, last year it was the Seahawks. The year before that, it was the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. And the Cardinals, I believe, that year. I think they started off like, what, 9-0 that year? Yeah. So it's like the NFC West always has a surprise team. So I'm going to stick to my guns. Still had the Rams like around 10 or 11. 49ers around 10 or 11. Seahawks like 9. I don't think they'll be under 500. So I'll give them 9. We 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 didn't get much from you on the uh, we didn't get much from you on the Cardinals, Sean. What what's your take on that team? Oh, they trash, man. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a dumpster fire. It's a pure dumpster fire down there. Being between Kyler Murray, rather play Call of Duty. Then you have Colt McCoy, who hasn't been good since Texas. I believe they'll they'll try to tank so they'll keep Kyler out for the whole year, and try to get Caleb Williams. And that's about yeah. it. So they'll, they'll be like a one or two win team easy. There was a rumor going around that they were going to move on from Kyler, which is hilarious since they just gave him that fucking insane deal last offseason that I think still has him as a top four quarterback aid in the league. Um, yeah, I could see it too. I mean, I, I don't think, and I said this a lot. I've said it a lot on Twitter. I've talked about it a lot, like really delusional Cardinal fans. I'm like, I don't think you guys quite understand that there was really no team in the league who put so much of their entire system and their entire roster building and their entire coaching staff. They focused everything just to try and help Kyler Murray be successful. And now that's no longer the case. So what you already got, I think, is the absolute best you're going to get. And it's going to go downhill pretty damn fast. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the thing with Collar is, it's like, he's good. You can tell he has a talent. But his work ethic and his height, it goes against him. Like, you could be a lazy quarterback almost. But if you have the skill set to dominate, you'll be able to slide. But with Collar, it's like, hey, look, I'd rather go play the game. I'm only in football for the money. I mean, he could have easily chose baseball, but you could tell football isn't his passion. It's just a check for him. Yeah, it does seem like it. 
especially when he starts getting whacked around by the 49ers pass rush. Uh, True, are you available to give a take on everything you've heard here on this here segment? Uh, Briefly, briefly. Um, I've been paying a little bit of attention. Also been doing a whole whole bunch of things in the meantime uh, while I'm moving around. Um, I... I, I'm not as high up on the Seahawks as, as Tay. So um, I have them probably closer to the bottom of the division. Um, I like the 49ers, obviously, as, as, you know, the best team in the division. But I got the Rams as the second second best team. I have no idea why. There's well, there no, you go. At least you don't know why because there is no reason to. That's- I, I have no reason why. <laughs> but I, I have no reason why. But I just think I think, I think the division going to end up being dog shit this year. Outside of the 49ers, if I'm being honest, I think it'll be dog shit. I and and I, I and I don't think, I think the NFC anyway to me is dog shit right now. Anyway, personally, I don't I don't see any team that sticks out besides the 49ers, um, in in, in the NFC West. And like I said, I'm not high up on the on the Seahawks like that. I think I think there's a chance they'll, you know, they'll be good. Maybe they'll have like you know seven to eight wins, but I just got this weird feeling. That for some fucking reason the Rams are gonna try to replicate or are gonna be able to replicate some of the magic they had in prior years, and I don't know why. Once again, I don't know why. I can't tell you exactly why. I think I think losing Jalen Ramsey, I don't think that was a big deal. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey's kind of washed, or he's hit the point where he's washed. I think nobody's expecting the Rams to be a competing team. And I think that's what's going to motivate them and make them probably not go anywhere, but still be marginally better than maybe the Cardinals. Because I don't see nothing happening for the Cardinals. And it's a toss-up between the Seahawks, to me, and, and, and the Rams in terms of who's going to be number two, personally. I don't see – I just don't see it with the Seahawks. And it could be I'm, – I'm a little biased against the Seahawks. I've had a, I've had a bias against the Seahawks for years. So um, – <laughs> And and they and they and they gave us you know they gave the Broncos rust so I hate them for that so I wish every I, I, it's really just me hating honestly I wish the worst for them but oh honestly, same really, they they couldn't know. be bad enough for my taste but you know but it is I what don't, it is but like I said I don't I don't see that division being I don't really see anything good in the division except the 49ers I think the 49ers are gonna walk all over the division so it really doesn't you know it really doesn't matter they uh, did last year know. so. Yeah, I think this is gonna walk all over it. I think it's their division until somebody can do something about it. And the Cardinals, damn sure ain't. Rams ain't. Gonna, I mean, like I said, Rams might win a couple more games than people expect, but they're not gonna do much anyway. I think they're gonna be better than what people are expecting. I don't think they're gonna make any noise, but I think they'd be better than people expecting. And I think the Seahawks are gonna be like middle of the road. I don't. I don't think. I just don't see it. I just don't see it being you know, being something that's that's gonna substantially put them in the wild card picture or anything like that. Because we know they're not winning the division. We know that that division belongs to the 49ers as long as, you know, I think health, I mean, health plays a big role too. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I got the 49ers winning the division, Cardinals last, and then Seahawks and Rams, you could toss, you know, you could toss, you could toss a coin and see who's going to be second and third in the division. I like it a lot. Uh, any other, uh, so it's the takes on the NFC West. I like it. I like it. Any other, uh, thoughts, what else stood out to you in the NFL, uh, since we last recorded acts? Um, just preseason, how some of the, 
rookies and look fairly well. Like I've been seeing Zay Flowers cooking in joint practices. I was going to ask, like, since Sean was on, he an NFC South dude, and that division stinks. It's not going to take long to get through. If we could go through the South, I don't know if we could dedicate a full episode. But it's up to y'all, though. I, I, I might have somebody uh, special coming on for the NFC South, so we'll, oh, okay, we'll do okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if uh, you may have noticed anything, uh, Sean, who's your team? The Panthers? The Panthers. Yes, hey, sir. Hey, Bryce Young, the other day, he got waxed, but he was hanging in there and making them throws. I like it. Yeah, I like I love him, man. You know, yeah. I had personally I had one at CJ Stroud, but I think Bryce uh, proved me wrong. And as Ax said, that division is dog water. I mean, Tampa Bay starting Baker, uh, the Saints starting Derek Carr, and the Falcons is a uh, Desmond Ritter. So yeah. it's like Carolina. It's kind of the division to win. I'm not gonna go too far in the NFC South since you say you want to save it, but I'll yeah. just say. Carolina should win that division, all things considered. What I will say about it is one of the things I think that was underrated about Brock Purdy's run last year is I think we can kind of put the rest, the whole thing, like everybody looks at, you know, a rookie quarterback going to the Super Bowl as something as impossible. If the right people are around him and the right and the team's on the right run, a seventh round last pick of the draft rookie damn near went to the Super Bowl last year. So just because there's a rookie quarterback in there does not mean that they are completely out of the fight or out of the hunt, what I think some people might assume. I like what this, I saw this from is, him. That's just because the NFC is like is Yeah, terrible. that too. It's, a, it's an opportunity, yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't even have, Oh, sorry. Yeah, but I would say because I only think it's a good team in the NFC besides the 49ers. Honestly. Eagles now, I'm too. thinking of – Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. The NFC East. I forgot. No, you could you could still leave out the Cowboys. You could leave out the Cowboys still. <laughs> no, I can't, you can't never really live out the Cowboys. It's just oh. we like they to leave had the them worst out look at times. Yeah. <laughs> they had the worst look. Like anything that could go wrong for them, it will go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Axe, what else did you have? Uh, Tank Dale looked pretty good for the Texans as well. Hell I was yeah. impressed with him. Um People are overreacting to the C.J. Stroud. Like, the Patriots, they make anybody look bad. That's just what the defense does with rookie quarterbacks, so you can't overreact. And they're playing us when we have no fucking corners. Like, all our corners is hurt right now. So I'm a little nervous about that game, I ain't going to lie. But Anthony Richardson looked pretty good when he was out there. Um, Got named the starter today, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So – Looking forward to seeing what he does. I, I was, I'm kind of not a believer because I didn't really, I saw some flashes in Florida, but completion percentage and inconsistency kind of turned me off. But yeah, I feel we'll see if he does well. I, I, I hope, I hope he does well. He seems like a great guy. Um, yeah. but I was very out and very fucking annoyed with the entire draft, like the entire draft hype around him, the whole, the whole thing. Like, if he's so damn good at completing passes and throwing touchdowns, why did he never complete passes or throw touchdowns? That's kind of of my take on it. Um, So, yeah, I agree. But I hope it goes well. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it goes well. They have a a solid team. I'm excited to see what he can do. Tay, what did you see this week since the last time I recorded? Stands out to you. Um, Saw a bunch of old running backs get signed as backups. (laughs) yeah, your New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And sorry to fantasy owners for to, for redraft owners, I should say, because I got yeah. a breeze out of my dynasty. Not worried. It'll be but, all right. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I, I like the I like the move though. I like the one year deals that that uh, Zeke and Dalvin Cook got. Uh, the Jets the the Jets needed their backup running back position was it was pretty bad. Um, that as that as death, and they don't have to rush back Reese Hall necessarily. Not, I think Reese Hall should still be the starting running back, but they needed it though. They needed some kind of back running back because they I didn't, I wasn't really a fan of uh, the running back room outside of Reese Hall and uh, the Patriots. Zeke, it seems like a Patriots kind of player. Like I, I don't know why it just felt right for him to go there of all places. I I still like Ramondre over him, but I guess I see why they did it. Word to the wise, some things never, ever change. I remember the first year I played fantasy football. Um, I think I'm in my 12th season now. Um, or You guys can count backwards and figure this out. It was the Jimmy Graham season, that year when he had, like, not just wide receiver one numbers, but, like, would have been the number one receiver in, in NFL. Um, I believe it was 2013, 2014 or something like that. Uh, two things since that first year have not changed. Having the number one tight end is like having an extra player on the field. And never trust a New England Patriots running back. No matter how good they are, no matter what the situation is there, never, ever, ever trust it. And I think we're going to see that play out again. Both of those things. Looks like, Sean, the last week in the NFL, uh, what has stood out to you? I mean, I'm liking what Baltimore has going on right now. At first, you know, I didn't believe in the in the Odell signing. But I've been trying to keep up with him a little bit. He's been looking pretty good in practice. I've yes. been kind of busy. I've been kind of busy. So the only two teams I've been watching is Carolina and Baltimore. I like what Carolina has going on. I feel like Brian Burns, you know, he's going to do his thing again this year. I like our defense. And I've just been watching, paying attention to Bryce Young. And I like the head he has on his shoulder. Very mature for a rookie. I feel like that's carry him a long way. How are you, uh, how are you guys liking that new coaching staff? I love it. It's better. Yep. Look, anything is better than uh, Nick Rule. I promise you. Anything is better. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like that was like the worst coaching staff I've seen since uh, Ron Rivera getting lucky and getting carried by Cam and Keekly. Man, you know there's been a lot of Ron Rivera slander on this podcast over the last few weeks. Mans didn't know they was eliminated from the playoffs last year. Oh, my God. Now you, too. Now Axe is getting in on it, too. I mean, I'll say it again. I, I, I'll say it again if you want. I, I'll tell you why. He's still the coach. If you want, I'll say it again if you want. Oh, I need to hear it. I missed it. Oh, oh, he's still the, the uh, commander's coach because he uh, beat cancer. That's the only reason why he's still the coach. I agree with if that. That wasn't a thing. Nah, it's hard to fire him with cancer. He'd be at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the storyline, whatever. If he didn't, if that wasn't a thing, he wouldn't be on the team. He'd be like the Bears coordinator or something. He wouldn't be no head coach. Well, he's, he's, like, he's people... a good coordinator. My yeah. fault. You go ahead, man. Yeah. No, no, no. Pe- well, people will, will bristle at that, but like, they were successful enough. I think in other situations, uh, a coach might have been in trouble, but there's just no way that they're going to fire him after he 
came back from cancer during the season. They're not. They could have been any level of bad, and they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't have. It's just reality. Uh, so I, you know, there could be some merit to that, even though I had to say it with a devilish smile. Um, <laughs> it was grimy, <laughs> but I think that there's, uh, you know, it's not unbelievable. Um, appreciate everybody jumping in here tonight, right now on definerevolution.com. We got Jeff Axel's newest column, uh, rocking and rolling on there, along with all the other uh columns to read that we have on there all the time. Right now on the podcast feed, we just posted the other day. Myself, True, and Axel busting out a, another nostalgia hour. We talked about soundtracks and their importance to films in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, how that's kind of faded off and just how different it used to be. Um, Tay, you're pretty young. How, how old are you? Uh, I'm turning 22 tomorrow, actually. Okay, so you were like fully out of the era that we were talking about has, has yeah, digital... that's why i don't even be saying nothing like yeah, we yeah, yeah. Like that, i don't even be saying nothing. so you know digital media has never really been or not digital media physical media has not really ever been a part of your life really right like going to the store to buy cds or any of that stuff oh, yeah no, no. you're very close to the age of the person who I had to have this conversation with the one time, like, Oh, like this is a great soundtrack. And they were like, Oh, those used to be important. I'm like, I can't even, I can't even f- fully explain it to you. Cause it's so, it's just so <laughs> different. Can you imagine, you know, the movies that you were watching when you were a teen or uh, well, that was just a few years ago, but you know, uh, but recently and that they were during the, the trailer saying featuring the soundtrack of the year. Like, can you even imagine that kind of a thing? Nah, that's crazy to think about. I mean, some people care about the soundtracks. Like, nowadays, it's not as, it's definitely not as common. Like, I say the only soundtracks people care about are, like, the Disney movies. Yeah. They'll bring, like, Beyonce. Yeah, the Disney movies and, like, the Disney movies. Like, yeah, Marvel, all that, all this, Disney. Anything owned by Disney, people care about those soundtracks. But outside of that, nah. You don't really care about. It used to be on all kinds of movies. Sean, how old are you? I'm I'm 27. Okay, so you're not you're not too far uh, away from Tay. None of this stuff's ringing a bell to you either, yeah. I mean, I caught the tail end of it, you know. Yeah. It's like when I was uh, like I remember the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack, and of course, since I was a baby of the family, you know, above the rim and Juice, so. The soundtrack used to set the mood for the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Juice, you'll hear the little hip-hop gritty beats. It set the stage for what's going to go down. But now, like, nobody really cares to put the effort in the movies anymore because people only really care about remakes and action movies now with Marvel. Like, outside of that, you're not going to really get too much effort in the soundtrack anymore. Sad to say. It's all about IP. Well, and if you... I like this conversation, me and myself, Axe and True, we go go into it for about 90 minutes on Nostalgia Hour. So check that out. We also have uh, last week's Weekend Wrestling Pod with myself and very special international uh, guest, Morgan Jane, a columnist for DefineRevolution.com and DailyDDT.com. She does a great job. Huge CM Punk fan. We talk about the build to this all-in show or a lack thereof. And even further back than that, you could check out our NFC East pod, which was very lively 
Check all of those out. Check out True's new album, Comeback Trail. It is out there anywhere you can get digital albums right now. Uh, appreciate all you guys coming through for our NFC West preview and NFL news and notes. I just want everybody out there to remember, the world of DAR never stops. Thank <laughs> you.